It's Friday, and you've reached the Kelly Wendland Podcast. On today's podcast, we talk with Megan Tomlinson about changing careers from Home Depot to technology services. Coming up next. 420 bucks from billion. Another glacier gone day. But if you just accept your Lord and Savior, it won't matter in a way. And we are live with the podcast, vlog, whatever you call it here this morning. Megan Tomlinson, how are you doing? Good morning. Good. How are you, Kelly? You know what? I am great. I love your, is this, this is your new house in, in uh, Minneapolis, right? Yep. So you're seeing the work in progress, the recessed lighting that needs to get fixed. It just finally got painted, but <laughs> work in progress. Are you, doing, are you doing the work yourself or do you have... Um, I do try. I would say I'm kind of handy, but my dad just moved the rent in a house three down the three houses down the street. Um, so he's been helping a lot too. <laughs> it's nice to have your dad that close. Oh yeah, it's not been too bad. <laughs> well, for a lot of reasons. Although I guess he, you know, parents we can get in the way sometimes too. I would guess we did have the understanding we will not be parenting if you're living that close. <laughs> ha! Well, I think good luck to you yep. on that one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, you have a really interesting background. Uh, you you didn't start out in technology. You were actually at a Home Depot selling old Milwaukee power tools. Is it? Do I remember that right? Yep. So I actually started in university recruiting with a defense contractor in Rhode Island for a year. Um, so I was recruiting college kids to come work for us. We had like thirty five thousand employees. The company is called Textron. Um, so that was my main. Um, focused for a year out of college. And then when COVID hit, it was a defense contractor. So um, a lot of furloughs happened. And at that point, um, my parents were living in Florida. So I packed up and moved up to the cabin with them for the summer. And then um, while I was up at the cabin for the summer, I was serving up there. And then um, one of my good friends actually worked for Milwaukee. So TTI Power Tools, um, they own Ryobi and Rigid as well. And she did it in Ohio. I was like, there's an opening in Minneapolis if you want to move to the cities. So I jumped down to the cities and started selling power tools at Home Depot. <laughs> so did you say that Ryobi owns Old Milwaukee? Milwaukee owns Ryobi and Rigid as well. Yeah. So TTI is like the parent company. And then they own Milwaukee is like their biggest well-known brand. That's like the more of the contractors and like heavy duty people actually building stuff. Rigid, um, more mid-level. And then Ryobi is like more of that Home Depot, like entry-level homeowner. Um, but they own the same, the same, by the same company. Yeah. I call them old Milwaukee, like the beer. The beer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. For me, that's what they what they are. But it's Milwaukee, and I own some Milwaukee Power Tools, and they're fantastic. But yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> your, your your role was to to be at the Home Depot and stock, you know, make sure that stock was looking answer any questions. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and and how did so that's a that's a pretty big jump from that to working in a technology company. How did you end up? getting uh, hooked so, up with us as a technology company. Yep. So that gig transparency, when I accepted that, I knew it wasn't going to be a long-term opportunity. When I was working for Textron, I, I did like the corporate feel of, of recruiting kids and I liked talking to people. So Milwaukee wasn't too far of a jump because I got to talk to people every day. Um, but it was a little bit different being in a Home Depot. So then the way I got connected to Logisolve um, was through a family friend. So we have this cabin up north. It's kind of been our home point um, since we moved around so many times growing up. 
and one of our good family friends actually played hockey with Tom Newman. Um, and Tom had reached out to him and was looking for someone to come in and, and figure out what this new role for Logisol might be. So that is how I got connected. Nice. Yeah. Were, you, were you intimidated at all with a technology company or does that um, not play in? Not so much. I feel like I am an earlier adopter when it comes to like newer technology. So I wasn't super um, intimidated by the technology aspect. I think anytime going into a new industry or a new role, it's a little bit scary, not knowing what you don't know. Right. Um, especially since we didn't really know what the role itself would be at the, that point. Um, but it seemed like a good fit. And I, I liked everyone I talked to and I didn't think that the guy that referred me in would be setting me up to do something that wasn't going to be a, a good fit. So I think, I, I think everything worked out for a reason, hopefully, but I, I wasn't too intimidated. It's oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. You know, some people are when they hear that it's going into technology, you know, they say, oh, well, I don't have a, a math or science background. And so, yeah. you know, technology is scary. And maybe that's not quite as true for, for people oh, yeah. that have grown up with technology around them. You know, it's funny, Kelly, it's one, I remember, this is the only question I remember when interviewing with Lon DeSolve. Um, you asked me, you always have to have a book by your bed to read about technology. What book is by your bed? And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't read anything about technology at the point, at that point. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's, I started thinking, I'm going to have to start reading about technology, like left and right. So did you start <laughs> reading? Is, yeah, I, I read more so internet articles than anything. I remember I got off that call and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to Google, like, technology articles, see what's happening in the world of like cloud and all that. Um, but that was the one thing that stuck out to me. <laughs> My question about yep. what book do you have on your bedstand? Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry if I caused you stress with that. No, it was just funny. It's, I, yeah. I told Amanda too, I go, did Kelly ask you that when she interviewed? <laughs> nope. I don't know if I did. I don't think I always do, but I, you know, I, with especially it's a question. With, uh, it's a valid question. People that are in sales and recruiting are, are going to be on the human side of the business, you know, sometimes they can lean too heavily on just the human side. And so I, I think it is important that, uh, you know, you have interest in the technology and how solutions can help customers sure. save or automate. And so, you know, I just think that shows a, a level of interest that that's required to be successful. You've been sure. fantastically successful yourself. So you, you didn't need a book by your bedstand. <laughs> Um, but but sounds like you did did your reading. Why do, why do you think you have been so successful? I mean, you've been good at both the recruiting and the sales side. What what is it that is it something that you learned at Home Depot or in your recruiting <laughs> with the Defense Department, or do you think it's just built into um, you? Why, why have you been so successful? I think just the nature of like not being afraid to ask for help when I need it. Like not under, I, I don't walk into a room and pretend that I know everything um, by any means. So like understanding like when I need to leverage help, but I also think I can kind of get creative when, when it comes down to the wire of like finding people or, or talking with clients. I like the relationship aspect of being able to talk and build that rapport and recruiting is no different than sales uh, other than you're selling your law to solve and your opportunity to the, the candidate. Um, it's a little bit faster than, than the sales process. But um, I think just enjoying the conversation and really liking, I like to help people. So I think that when you find a job or when you find them the right candidate and they're excited about it, like makes me excited. Um, so that drive to keep going, I think helps. Um, but I also think I'm naturally curious. So like consistently learning, I mean, I'm always Googling something before I go to bed, there's always something being Googled on my phone who knows what it is, but um, just staying curious and asking questions, I think has helped. A lot. 
do you do you prefer sales over recruiting or recruiting over sales or it's a hot button item i don't know i i really like the hybrid role and and whenever tom and i talk about what do you think is is next i really like doing both um i think it that recruiting has helped me in being able to be more confident when talking to clients about what they're doing and understanding how the technologies play in together and the roles um but I, and I do like sales and understanding that process, but I do also really like talking to the candidates and getting like to vibe off their energy because they come excited to talk to you. It's not just, you know, another recruiter picking up the phone. So I like both sides. I don't think I pick one or the other. Some days, you know, fluctuates one towards the other, but um, definitely not in general. Okay. Mm-hmm. By the way, do you have a book on your bedstand now? And if I so, do. It's not is- technology though. It's, uh, what, what is it? I really like World War II books, so I'm reading Dr. Mengel, Unmasking the Angel of Death. Not very lighthearted, but <laughs> World War II. <Wow>. Awkward. <laughs> I know, sorry. I, that's not a very good book to be, to be no, sharing. No, but. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a his, it's a history book, and I read history books, too. I'm no, actually I love reading, history. <laughs> I'm, reading a, I'm reading a book on Grant oh, right now, you? President Grant. Yeah, so a Civil War. Yep. I, I do a lot of reading about the Civil War and the um the period prior to the civil war the founding of the country so a lot of those kind of history books so yeah you know my dad would get I, along that's his whole library <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have techno a technology book on my on my bedstand all the time that's as long as you're as long as you're reading something about it right <laughs> yes exactly so you know you you've done it long enough and, and you you kind of have a feel for it do you do you like it and, and what's your next thing because you said tom you've talked to tom about it are you are you gonna stay in the hybrid role or do you have a five-year plan and a 10-year plan or what's your what's your if i asked you at the bar this friday what would you say your plan is i plan to stay with lodge solve and definitely i mean you know it's funny i was talking to my dad about this the other day and, and career growth and goals and stuff and um when I started at Textron, it was kind of like, okay, this is a stepping stone. What's the next step, right? It was always like, what's the next step? Um, and then the same with, with Milwaukee, but coming into Ladisol, there's like exponential growth, right? There's no cap on it and you can go any which way. So I I don't have a defined five to 10 year plan, but I do picture staying with Ladisol in some capacity of this role um, for five to 10 years. Sorry if you hear the puppy. Um, a dog sit on the side. <laughs> um, but the... Uh, I don't have a full five-year plan. I think that I'll probably end up starting to get more into sales um, as we see the market switch and turn a little bit more that way. But um, I hope to be able to do both and hope it can sustain doing both. Um, that answers well, I that. Talking, <laughs> I was talking to Amanda last week, and I, I'll say the same thing to you. I think with with how successful you've been and how much you've you've um, learned in a very short amount of time and contributed you certainly can be doing my job in a, not too many years from now so. i don't know about that but <laughs> oh you're on your way yeah yeah no it's been good well, i um i don't picture pivoting from sales or recruiting i i really like the dual role so um i think that's a good fit well i'm glad to hear that and we certainly enjoy having you and we're lucky to have you at Lodge Assault so thanks for all you do yeah well, thank you for making time to, to get on the podcast this week absolutely have a great weekend this is coming up for people on Friday so uh, you enjoy your rest of your week and, and uh, weekend and thanks everyone out there for listening to the podcast
say.